Here we go. You are listening to Monday's Long Gospel, July the 11th in the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Pastor Don Baker, and this is readings from the sixth Sunday after Pentecost, which is this coming Sunday, July the 17th in the year of our Lord, 2022. The Old Testament reading is from Genesis 18. The epistle is from Colossians 1. And the gospel is from Luke chapter 10. And that's what we're going to be taking a look at. Luke chapter 10, 38 to 42. Now, the question I'm going to ask prior to the beginning of this is, do you have your priorities straight, especially in your life? For example, if you have the opportunity to hear God's word, should you be cooking instead or cleaning the house or playing golf or doing something else other than listening to the word of God? That's what appears to be the lesson from Luke chapter 10, 38 to 42. So let me begin by reading it. Jesus was on their way, and he entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary. Now Mary sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. So what was a good portion that Mary had chosen? She was listening to the word of God instead of making a meal for not only Jesus herself and Mary, but also for other visitors who may be coming in to visit with Jesus. So what is the lesson here? When you have an opportunity to hear the word of God, do not be doing something else. Is that the lesson? Well, that becomes a problem. Because KFUO is on a lot of hours during the day. And does this mean that you are to be hearing the word of God spoken from KFUO rather than making breakfast for the family or doing dishes or for a man doing some kind of hobby that he likes doing in the house? Is that the lesson here? Because you can listen to religious programming 24 hours a day. So when would you 
not listen to it? When would it be proper to turn it off and listen to something else? Or is there another point here that is occurring? You see, when Jesus reprimands someone, it's not only because they don't have their priorities straight, but they're also in an act of sin. And that's why he would reprimand. So let's take a look at the text a little closely and see really what Martha has to say to Jesus. Now Mary is listening to the word of Jesus and his teaching, but it says in verse 40, Martha was distracted with much serving. So she went up to Jesus and said, now, now listen to this carefully, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. Wow. Do you understand where the problem is here now? Here Martha is saying to God, you don't care that my sister has left me to serve alone. And then Martha gives a command to Jesus, tell her then to help me. Now, how many times do we do that in our lives? That's really the point of this lesson, is that a lot of times we really counter what Jesus is allowing to happen in our life by criticizing him. What did I do to deserve this? I mean, here I'm serving, getting ready for a good meal, and Mary isn't helping me. She's listening instead to you. But upon closer reflection, we see that this is a matter of sin. And how does Jesus respond to this? Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. See, that, that's the problem with Martha. Yes, could she have been making a meal at the very same time that Jesus is teaching? Now, these homes were not that large where Mary and Martha were. And so there are a lot of times that a person can be doing something else. In fact, how many people even listen to KFUO maybe while they're doing dishes or cutting the lawn or washing the car or traveling somewhere listening to the radio? The point is it is possible not to be distracted by unimportant things while you're listening to God's word. But it's also important to understand you don't have to be listening to God's word all the time, even though you have that availability, say with KFUO, because your life has other responsibilities on the basis of your vocation. 
Your vocation is where God has called you. And for some women, that is to be a mother. And so they need to be involved with their children. And that means there are times when they will turn off the radio in in order to deal with their children in being with them, playing with them, disciplining them, etc. We don't want them to be so distracted from the Word of God because of children. No, that's something they're to do. The, The problem with Martha is she was really jealous of Mary. Here Mary was sitting and listening to Jesus, and Martha felt she had to make the meal all by herself, and she needed help. And she was therefore distracted with much serving, distracted from hearing the word of God. That doesn't normally occur when a person is dealing with various items in the household. I mean, people have to go to work. And when they are at work, they're not able to listen to the Word of God, even though it's available on the radio. Is that a sin? Of course not. Because God has given them a different priority. And that priority is to do the work and to do it without being distracted. In fact, there are places where at the work you are not allowed to listen to the radio because the boss realizes that it distracts you from doing the work that you're supposed to be doing. If you're at a desk job and you have to be thinking, you don't want to be distracted by hearing law and gospel. Instead, you need to be doing your job. But if you're in a job where you can also at times listen to the radio, that's therefore not a problem. The problem is when you begin to accuse Jesus of putting you in a situation and you become distracted from hearing the word of God. What we're seeing that distraction occur among a lot of young people these days. Statistics show that a teenager who goes through confirmation, that four out of five of them tend to leave the church as they grow older. Now, there are some churches they should leave because they're not hearing the word of God properly. But if they're in a church where they're hearing the word of God, what is happening is that they are distracted with life. And the biggest distraction that's occurring in our society is what the Bible refers to as I. I becomes more important than God. In fact, we attempt to become God. We've shown this in many passages in the Old Testament, beginning with Adam and Eve. They hear a different message from Satan. Now, here's their choice. God says, if you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will surely die. Satan says, no, you will become like God 
and know the difference between good and evil. Now, if you're listening to those two words, you will be distracted in such a way to follow Satan because his words seem more positive. You're going to have a positive consequence, namely being like God. And as you go through the Bible, every time there is sin, it's because someone thinks more highly of themselves than they do of God. King David was a wonderful king until he saw Bathsheba on another roof, and he ended up sinning with her. And it wasn't just one sin. He actually ended up killing her husband. He, he broke, in fact, every commandment in that deed. He did not take the name of the Lord, his God, outside of being in vain. He did not remember the holy day properly. He was a leader, a father of the nations, and he did not honor what God had placed him in. <coughs> Excuse me. He also murdered, committed adultery, stole, and coveted. So a lot of times we think, oh, we just broke one commandment. No, we can see that we have broken many commandments. Then why is heaven our home? Because God has set up a method of salvation that Mary and Martha came to understand as they listened to Jesus. In fact, remember when Jesus came to raise Lazarus from the dead, who did he meet on the road? He met Martha. And he said, Lazarus will raise, be raised from the dead. And Martha had listened to Jesus' teaching and said, yes, we know that on the last day that will happen. But Jesus corrected her by raising Lazarus from the dead on that day. And so we begin to see that even Martha had begun to listen to Jesus It is important that when the word of God is available, and that would mean church on Sunday morning or Bible study or taking our children to Sunday school, it's important to do so because it is impossible to know God's mind apart from it being revealed through the Holy Scriptures. That's what a worship service is all about. And it's just not revealed through the sermon, although it needs to be revealed there. But a careful reading of the liturgy, of the creeds, of the prayers, of the sacraments of baptism and the Lord's Supper will come to help a person realize, wow, this is God's way of thinking. And what happens when the Holy Spirit gives you faith, that means to trust the message of Jesus Christ, you begin more than to trust it, you begin to love Jesus because you see how far he went in his incarnation 
crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. He did all of those things in order to bring you into a right relationship with God. This is not found in any other religion. In fact, the message of Jesus was very similar to the message of John the baptizer. That's what Jesus says in the Gospel of Mark. He has come to preach repentance and the gospel. Why is repentance important? Because until you realize you are a sinner, and until you realize there is nothing you can do to offset your sins by other good works, you begin to realize that salvation is impossible for you to accomplish, for you to merit. And instead, the Bible speaks very clearly that you do not merit or earn salvation, but instead you inherit it. And so we don't know what happened after Jesus kind of reprimanded Martha, but we assume that she listened to him and then began to hear his word because she really knew things that only could have come from Jesus when Lazarus was raised from the dead. She had great trust in Jesus. Remember, both she and Mary said to Jesus, if you had been here when Lazarus got sick originally, you would have healed him and he would still be alive. But remember, when Jesus heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was. And why did he do that? Because in Jewish thinking, death really had come about if you were buried for a certain number of days. And so Lazarus was buried for those days. In fact, Jesus was told, why do you want to call Lazarus out of the tomb? He smells. And there's no doubt that his body was decaying. But Jesus called him out of the tomb, and he was raised from the dead with a non-decaying body. But he still had to die. When he died, we don't know. But that death, he will be raised from the dead on Judgment Day. His spirit is with Jesus right now, as is the spirit of every believer who dies in the flesh. Because as Jesus said at the Lazarus raising, that if you believe in me, you will never die. When the Pharisees heard that, they definitely thought that Jesus was a tool of Satan. But what he was talking about is that the spirit of a believer will never die. And at the very moment that they are taken from this veil of tears in the flesh, their spirit is with Jesus in heaven, while their body may be buried in the ground. And then on Judgment Day, as we all know, all 
who have been buried or who died in flames or drowned in the waters will be raised from the dead to live with Jesus eternally in heaven. And I guarantee that in heaven, nothing will distract you from hearing the word of God. If I look forward to heaven because of those who will be there, I have friends that I'm going to love to speak with. And then fathers of the church. Imagine having the ability to sit down and talk with Martin Luther or Peter or Paul. That will all be possible in heaven because we will all be there. And we'll have an eternity to discuss with them things that maybe we did not know here on earth, but what we will find out about when we are in heaven. Because there's no doubt, in heaven we will receive a new nature that is not able to sin. We will be like the angels, the good angels, who do not sin. Now, the evil angels, the devil and his crew, had the opportunity not to sin, but they chose to rebel against God. And they are fixed in that position. In fact, that's why God had made hell for them originally. But it was also ready for those who do not believe in Jesus Christ, but believe in themselves as God. And that's why when David sinned with Bathsheba, when Adam and Eve sinned, when any of us sin, we are always breaking the first commandment. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. It's not that we're worshiping some idol, although that can occur in some religions. It's that we're worshiping ourselves. It's that we're giving us the credit of knowing more than God. How many times have we had this attitude that Martha had? Lord, don't you care what is going on in my life? You see, a lot of Christians can't understand how they are going to be suffering in this world. If they're a Christian, why isn't God taking care of them? But when you go to the Beatitudes, you see a promise there. Blessed are those who are persecuted for my name's sake. For of such is the kingdom of God. In other words, when we stand up for Jesus, you will receive persecution from people who, according to the book of Proverbs, are ignorant of God's will. They really know nothing. And when we say they know nothing, and this is from Proverbs chapter 9, it means that they have no faith. What faith does is bring an understanding of God's way of thinking in such a way that we are found to be knowledgeable about God's will And the more we have faith in Jesus, the greater is our motivation to obey the will of God. We love to obey the will of God. 
unlike many in the world who have left the church and want to obey their own will rather than God's will, because God's will doesn't make any sense to them. And when something doesn't make sense, then they reject it. But when you have faith, things that at one time did not make sense really do make sense today. And and that's the gift that the Holy Spirit has given you. It's a gift that obviously both Mary and Martha did receive. And we thank God for their baptism as we thank him for our baptism. Because in our baptism, God made a promise to you, as he did to even little children. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Peter puts it this way. When you get baptized, you receive two gifts. The gift for sure of the forgiveness of sins and the gift of the Holy Spirit. And it is that gift of the Holy Spirit that changes your good works into fruit of faith, which means they're motivated by the Holy Spirit. And so this text of Mary and Martha helps us to really understand what sin is, why Martha was really sinning against the Lord by saying he doesn't care. God cares for you in every situation. And for you to think he's not caring means you're not hearing God's word, such as in Romans where all things will work out to your good. Sometimes we can't see that, but through faith we can believe it. And therefore Mary and Martha is a great experience to have, to know how to do priorities properly, and yet also to follow your vocation. I'm Tom Baker. You're listening to Law and Gospel. Tomorrow we're going to take a look at the hymn, One Thing's Needful, Lord, This Treasure. Join us to hear what that is. Till then, God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check out to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.